Absolutely, we love it. Uh, I'm Mama Mac, and my co-host is the famous Dr. Angel Falzoni, Ph.D., licensed mental health counselor. I like to throw your credentials in there because you have, um, you know, you got that credibility thing going on, Dr. Angel, you know, where people know, hey, she knows what she's talking about. And you practice in the field, and you are here all the time. And uh, when we talk about uh, changes in our lives, Goyard is all about what? about hitting those home runs in life you know learning to live life and live it well exactly and how do we do that i mean there's an awful lot of of effort made in order to learn to live well right you know there is a lot and you know i find it funny because when you watch tv commercials or you, you look in magazine articles Everyone seems to kind of try and sell you something to make your life better. Do you notice make your that? Life like, better. Yeah, this is sure. what people are craving and right. they're seeking for is to have this wellness, this wholeness of life. Right. And and even if it's not uh, things for the exterior, like makeup and that kind of stuff, it's uh, concepts. Life coaching is, is a popular concept it now. It sure is. So, you know, most uh, people, when they're selling us stuff, are using their product to try and tell you your life will be better with it it will be better and you know a lot of times obviously it's not but you know there are things that we can do to make our life so since we're in the fifth year of this show we must think that what we're doing is making people's lives better is that correct oh absolutely 100 (laughs) percent. you know if they take it and apply it to their life sure it will be better they will learn to live that life right does that mean it's going to be happy 24 7 no 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 nothing can be that way no but it will be better Exactly. And so if people have missed some of our shows, there are two ways that they can find them right here on TantalkNetwork.com. Go to the go to the podcast tab and then go to the name of this show, which is Go Yard. And there's all kinds of shows there. Then every month our webmaster puts them on our website, which is Go Yard 2014. That's the year we began the show. I know. So GoYard2014.org, O-R-G. It's an O-R-G, not a .com. And we have... All years, all of them, or so many times. Occasionally, we'll have to do a rerun if both of us are out of town or something like that. But for the most part, it's live every single week. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's a joy to be doing this show because I don't know about you, but I feel a, re, uh, a kind of a fulfillment when we walk out of here, out of the studio after a show, because we've imparted some wisdom and some knowledge of people. Their part is to take it and do something with it, right? Yes, it is. And yeah, we do our best to kind of provide quality, you know, tools and skills for people to use in their lives. Absolutely. So it just kind of happened a couple weeks ago that we did a show on, maybe it's been three weeks now, on developing uh, generosity. Yes. And the word developing kind of stuck with both of us, right? Yes. Um, what What do you think of when you think of the word developing? What's that mean to you? 
Well, I, it means it's a process. Okay. Um, it means it's something that comes when we have to work to have it. You know, you have to be purposeful. Right. Um, Purpo- that's, so that's your word. word. It you is love my the word. word. Purposeful. And it is purposeful when I hear developing. It's something we have to purposely set out to do. Right. And it takes some time. Well, you think of a building developer. Mm-hmm. And that developer builds from the site, from the ground, right, up into some kind of a structure, right? Yes. And usually it's got plans. He's got plans, architectural plans, blueprints, whatever. And he usually develops that property into perhaps a business, a hospital, a home, whatever it might be. But it it's a process of getting to that finished product, is it not? It sure is. And I like that you use that word picture because we are kind of the blueprint. We are, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. You know, and so you can take a developer, if they don't look at the blueprint... It's not going to come out the way well, they expected it exactly. to. Exactly. If they don't look at the blueprint, they could be building a teepee instead of a hospital or whatever, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And so the blueprint is a vital part of developing that building. And it's the same way with our lives. These are the blueprints to develop that life that we want to live, that go-yard life. But what you're talking about in the word developing is planning, mm-hmm. right? And and then executing that plan, correct? Yes. So people that come to you at, for counseling, that come to you for help, uh, a lot of times they have specific needs or they have specific problems they want you to help them get out of, right? Oh, yes. Because that's been my experience as a pastoral counselor. They're, they usually come in with some really serious things. Now they need wisdom on what to do about it. Correct. Absolutely. So that's well, what the development. They usually want the magic pill that'll make it all go away. They want but the yes. magic pill. Okay. <laughs> Why do they want the magic pill? You know, we I think have just come this generation of wanting it now. Yes. Wanting it now and not really having to put work or effort or wait, and we just want it now. Just and we want, want it, it to happen. Yeah. And so because of that, a lot of times when they come to you for counseling or come to me as a pastor, uh, they're kind of impatient and, and want it to happen. Very quickly. Yes. And that's not developing. So the word developing takes time. Yes. If we go back to our metaphor of a building that you're building on a piece of ground, that doesn't happen overnight. They didn't mm-hmm. go up pretty quickly. I watch as I, dr- I drive a lot in real estate and see pots of ground, and three weeks later I'm in that area, or two months later, and there's a Dunkin' Donuts, or there's a, you know what? They, co- they go up fairly quickly, but they go up with a pattern and with a plan, and that Dunkin' Donuts looks just like the other Dunkin' Donuts all around. Sure does. But here's another thing, too. Before they build that building, there's a lot that they're doing to the land to prepare it to build on. Oh, that's great. You know, they're digging and putting piping and sewage and electricity and all those things. And you don't see what's happening when that's really going on. You might see some bulldozers and a lot and not think things are happening. But if that foundation, those footers don't get in right. That's right. That's not going to hold that foundation. That's right. So relate that to what we So relating it to us, when we are starting to develop something, it might not look like anything's happening in the beginning. Right. But as we get a more firm foundation with what we're developing, then we'll start to see a lot more progress quicker. So it's a matter of patience. Mm -hmm. It's a matter of goals, which we're going to talk about during this show. And we started the first one in the series. Again, we didn't know we were going to start a series about (laughs) developing anything. It just kind of happened. Developing generosity. Last week was developing peace. And I encourage you, if you missed either of those, there was Thanksgiving in between those two. uh, So that's not part of this series. That's just a Thanksgiving show. But developing generosity. 
generosity was the week before Thanksgiving and then last week developing peace. And tonight is what? What are we doing tonight, Dr. Rachel? We are developing consistency. Developing consistency. Why is that important? Ooh, uh, it's a foundational concept for us. Okay. And so when I'm talking about a foundational concept, we're bringing it back to our blueprints. This is that stuff that's got to get down in the ground right for us to have that life we want to have. Exactly. And if we're missing this... Our building's not going to be as stable. Our lives aren't going to be as stable. Exactly. In fact, consistency, one of the definitions is stability. Stability. Right. Um, You know, this is something I've said about a few people I know in my life, and that is the consistent thing about them is their inconsistency. Did I? You did get that. I just stumbled all over that. (laughs) I'm going to say it one more time, and this applies to some people. The consistent thing about them is their inconsistency. You want to explain what I just said? Oh, my goodness. Because you have no idea what's going to happen from day to day with that person. You do not know what to expect from them. Right. You just... You have no idea. And they're very challenging people to have in our lives when they're inconsistent. But you know it's going to be inconsistent. They could tell you this and, yeah, pick me up there at this time. You get there, oh, I forgot, mm-hmm. or, or whatever the case may be, right? Absolutely. And when we have those people in our lives, it's frustrating for us. Oh, yeah. Because you cannot count on them. Oh, no, that, absolutely you can't. You no. don't know if they're going to show up when you have a right. need. You, even if they say they're going to do something, they, they usually don't do it. Right. And so when we have those people in our lives, it, it kind of is chaotic for us. Well, I'm going to throw a word out to you. I guess it's two words, and that's follow through. Yes. What does follow through have to do with consistency? I think it it's pretty much a big part of consistency because a lot of people can make a plan. Right. A lot of people have great intentions. Oh, yeah. But that's where they stop. And, and, and sometimes, and I've known people like this, and you probably have too in my life, where they're good at making the plan. And, and they're just like, oh, rah, 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 this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to become this, blah, 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 blah. And then you run into them three months later, how's that How's that college, how's your first semester going, oh, I didn't do it, I haven't done it yet, I think I might, maybe I will, maybe I won't, right? Oh, yes, and there's a lot of people that stop in that goal-setting planning stage, and they exactly. do not implement any follow-through to their plans. Exactly. There's no consistency. You know, consistency is based in follow-through. Well, I love the game of golf. You think may think I'm going off on a tangent, but I'm really not. And um, years ago when I was younger, I played a lot because we belonged to a country club when I was married and all that kind of thing. And so as my nephews and niece and my kids were growing up, I taught every one of them to play golf, okay? And one of the things about a golf swing do you know? Have you oh, played? Yes, I play golf. So what is the, con- the, the thing follow about it? Through. The follow through is essential. Yes. You cannot just one day get up there and kind of hack at it a little bit or oh, I'm going to try to hit it this way today. It doesn't work that way. There's got to be certain points of follow through on a golf swing, correct? Yes. If you want to see the ball go that way instead of just land at your feet. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And because it, it's that follow through is guiding where that ball is going it, it to is. go. Yeah. And without that follow through, your your swing is going to be all over the place. Your exactly. ball is going all over and there's no predictability. So that's kind of like our lives is right. so many of us, there's no consistency. There's yeah. no follow through right. and there's no predictability. Right. And as humans, predictability, we, I like that word. I got to write that well, down. And predictability too. is really important. It goes down. I know I talk about it a lot, but that safety feeling for yes. us. Yes. Um, it's we crave it. We crave predictability. It's in our human DNA. We really? need okay. predictability. We thrive Why? in it. Why do we need that? Keeps us feeling 
It's safe. Safe. And it's that safe factor. When we are with people that are inconsistent and they're not predictable, we don't feel safe with that person. Mm-hmm. And it leaves our emotions kind of all over the place, too. Well, how about the person, the friend that, that says, oh, this Saturday we're going to go do this. We're going to go to a movie. We're going to go do this. Yeah, yeah, let's pick out the time. I'll call you, you know, and we'll set up the exact time. And so you plan that way. You get to that. You make those plans. And it comes to Friday. And you think, oh, I should contact that person and firm up. They don't return the call. Yes. So this is the next day. And you're thinking, I thought we were going to a 3 o'clock movie. Mm. Okay, I better contact them. So you text them, no response, right? And the time comes and goes. And the plan that you thought you had is gone. And after a few times of being burnt like that, you don't make plans with that person anymore. You don't because you feel disappointed <laughs> right? and let down and like right. all these feelings. It, it hurts. It does. And it hurts relationships and it hurts people. And a lot of times the person who blew the plan off right. didn't... It doesn't matter to them. They didn't seem to care about it. So there's no consistency in their lives. And why is that, that they make a plan? Because this is common with a lot of people. And I've had a lot of friends through the years, and I've seen this pattern in a lot of people, that they just, they say one thing, but they don't follow through. Right. They say one thing and they do another completely. Yeah. They do. And I don't know why they do that. Um, Maybe it's because they aren't. It doesn't matter to them about consistency. Maybe they haven't lost significant relationships or felt someone else's pain from their actions or lack of actions from not being consistent. In other words, you don't think maybe it's happened to them where they make plans and then that person doesn't follow through? Maybe not. Maybe not. But, you know, it leaves some signs because it makes you feel like, well, where's their their care in this relationship? Yeah. Yeah. It's not there. And it hurts the trust of a relationship. Oh, oh, I was just getting ready to say the word honesty. Mm -hmm. When it comes to consistency, there are certain words that go along with that. And I think we're developing that. We're developing that right now. We are. We are. And one of those is predictability. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of those is follow through. Mm -hmm. One of those has to be honesty. Why does honesty fit into this whole concept of consistency? Well, when someone says they're going to do something and they don't. Right. Well, it's a lie. You know, and they might not see it that way. They, well, they would tell God, you, oh, or they blew I it off. Or, but after you've had that happen with that same person a few times, you just don't make. You plans know, their anymore. word means nothing. Their words are their lies. Word means nothing, right? And so that's where we lose the honesty. Now they would say, whoever this person is, would say, "Well, I wasn't being dishonest. I did intend to do it." But there, there's this period of time between the plan to do it and the, the time to do it. And there's, there's not the follow-through. Right. And that lack of follow-through is so vital for us to live that go-yard life. Because I meet with so many people that can sit down and give me great goals. And they can give me great plans. And that's, that's where it ends. Yeah. And then, you're right. The only thing I can say that's consistent about them is that they're not consistent. Right. You know, and think about it like even in sports. If we had, you know, a sports player who, you know... One out of every, you know, 75 games was, like, amazing, but all the other ones was all over. Like, like we're not going to keep them on long. the team. Okay, think about baseball, right? Right. And and they, everybody goes through slumps in major leagues, especially baseball, and you go through maybe five or ten games where you're not hitting very well. Then suddenly you've got a up streak and you're doing very well. But during 
that period of time, that baseball player does not stop practicing. He does not stop doing the right things, eating the right food. He continues to do the things consistently that he knows will one day bring him out of the slump. Yes. Right? Absolutely. And that's that's why... That's consistent Statistics in sports is, like, paramount to the value of a player. It is. Where is their averages? Where are, you know, these their numbers at. That's true. And really. that consistency is what teams are really looking for. Are they going to consistently, you know, get a base hit? Right. Are they going to consistently, you know, run batter, you know, hit batters in? Where are they at consistently? Exactly. And so when a, a team is looking to take somebody else on, and if that team looks at their, those, <laughs> those, uh, whatever, batting averages and sees that they're all over the place, it's good. They're going to be less likely to even want that player, right? Absolutely. And so when we're talking about consistency in our life, we're talking about when someone looks at you, do they know who you are consistently? Are you the same? Right. Consistently across the board, across your life, you know, your different okay. areas of life. I'm going to be devil's advocate Go here. For it. How can you be the same person all the time? Well, and what does that mean even anyway? I love that you asked that question. What I, I'm meaning, are you the same you in character? Okay. Okay, yes, we will carry ourselves differently in a professional office setting than we might hanging out with our friends at a restaurant, but is our character the same? Do are we honest everywhere we are? Do we do the follow through everywhere we are? That's the consistent part of us is those core character traits. Are they the same? When they look at you and they say, "Yes, I this is her character trait, and everyone in your circle will see some of those same character traits. Um, I've been working this week on my final edit of my new book that's coming out in just a couple months, which we'll tell our audience about soon. But in that chapter, there was a chapter that I told about, and it was you, that we were having lunch one day. I said a dear friend and I were having lunch, and we were talking, and you said you saw a sign on an old Texaco gas station many years ago that said... I don't know if you remember what I'm going to say right now. Go for it. Character is what you do when no one's looking. Yes. And so I, I just was reading that chapter in my book and, and amplifying on that whole concept. But that goes right along here with consistency. Yes, it Character does. is what you do, who you are, when no one is there applauding you. Yay, yay, yay. That was good what you just did. Correct. Right? It's what we do when there's not an audience around. No audience. And, and that's a great question. What is What do you do? When you who don't have you? the audience, who are you in it's the inside? You? you know, and when it comes to like parenting, like this is an easy concept to, to teach with parents yeah. because it makes sense when you're dealing with kids that we need to be consistent. We need to follow through if, you know, if this yes. is the rule and oh, you break it yes, each time you yes, break it, yes. there needs to be a consequence, you know, and when parents fail is when one time they give a consequence and the next time they don't. And then the next time they might for the same behavior, this, there's no predictability. No predictability. So the kids are going to gamble that you're not going to follow through that's and right. then they're going to take advantage. And that's what overwhelms our parents. With, especially with the parents that yell and scream a lot, but don't follow through. Oh yes. That is a real problem. And audience, if you're one of these young parents, learn this early as your kids are little that consistency is extremely important when you are raising and training your children right it's 
paramount. It's paramount. It's, you, ha- you know, when you don't, you have chaos with raising your kids because they're going to bank that you're not going to follow through. Right. And their behaviors are going to get off the chain and very difficult to deal with. Absolutely. You know, I was, I was working with um, a mother and, you know, she would get all bent out of shape and yell and scream at her kid for doing something. And I'm going to take your cell phone. And then, like, the kid would throw a fit and, like, three hours later would be cell bad. Cell phone was bad. So here's your cell phone back. I'm like, so what did you just teach your child? Right. That you're not going to take the cell phone and they can whine loud enough and get their way. Right. Well, now that child's 17 years old and that's the behavior that this child has learned. And it's really ugly. It's ugly. Yes. Yes, it is. And so that's one great example, parenting and how that let's talk about relationships when we're dating or when we are, uh, yeah, looking for a mate or somebody in life. People really want somebody that's going to return calls and follow up with their texts and because it shows what to the person well it shows you care shows you care right yes and so what does it show if you don't do any of that 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 person's not important to you it's not a value right and so how important is consistency in relationships not just the parent-child, but the dating, the marriage, Our friendships, the marriage, friendship. any relationship. Consistency is what builds that trust. Right. Without builds consistency, trust. we're not going to have a, a high level of trust. We're not going to have this um, closeness of relationship because somebody's going to be hurt without consistency. Right. Disappointment, let down. Have you ever heard somebody say, I've heard this on shows on TV, uh, I don't want to be predictable. I want to live on the edge. And I, I want people to not know how I'm going to respond this time to that. And, you know, this kind of a, not a macho, but, you know, kind of a daring, uh, I'm going to be me and I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And I'm going to respond the way I want to at that moment. What's wrong with any of that? Oh, goodness. Okay, so yes, this whole, like, free spirits movement. Ah, there we go, free spirit. Okay. And and, then there's a difference from being, you know, non-predictable where you'll climb a mountain or go skiing or have an adventure. That's okay. There's a free spiritedness, and those are okay things. We're talking about predictability of who you are. Right. How do you make your decisions? How do you relate to the people in your life? That's what needs to be consistent. Okay, so I'm just going to throw another example at you. Okay, so the person who says, oh, I'm getting to know this guy and he's just so nice. And But you know something weird happened the other day? I just asked him about the, why didn't we do, go that when we said we were going to, and he just blew up. Okay, that, that speaks to the character. Correct? Absolutely does. Okay, and what's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with that is... If you're in the beginning of the relationship and you're seeing this person blow up for just asking a question, where is this going to go in next month, three months, six months, a year? And so it's definitely giving you a flag to look at something's off. Something's not okay. Okay, so turn that around, doctor, and say the value of consistency in relationships then does what? I mean, just talk to me about that. The va- well, relationships, when there's consistency, can grow and be nurtured okay. and there's mutualism. Right. When we're consistent. Mutualism. What's mutualism? <laughs> mutualism is where one person's ideas aren't the entirety of our relationship. It's oh, not one okay. person's way or the highway. It's mutual. It's like, I accept your it's ideas, you accept my ideas, and we're, right. we both have input into this. Right. We can have those talks. Right. And, you know, when somebody feels like their character is being challenged, usually you get a, a hard reaction because they know deep down inside they, yeah. they did, they dropped that ball. Yeah. Um, and so... Do they want to drop that ball? Right. Sometimes people don't care. 
Okay, would you address that? Because I know way too many people, and I have through my years, that act like this doesn't bother them when they follow, when they don't follow through, when they falter in some commitment or whatever. It's just like, oh, they just blow it off. And they do. You know, it's funny because um, talking to someone who's, that's just who I am. And if people don't like who I am, oh, they oh, just, they don't oh, have to be my friend. I have friend. heard that. I have heard that through the years. Just like, eh, eh, no, that doesn't matter, you know. That's who I am. But when you look at this person's life, they're not happy. They're not content. They don't have stable friendships and relationships because with consistency comes stability. Ooh, I like that. I got to write that down. With consistency comes stability. Talk about stability and why that's important. And for the free spirits out there, then make a case, would you? (laughs) So stability is when we can maintain those relationships in our life for a long period of time, when we can maintain friendships and um, that's the stability of who we are. A lot of times when people are not consistent, when they are just all over the place, they have a new group of friends every year, every six months, like because they burn through people so quickly, there's no stability in their life. Exactly. Yesterday I was uh, doing my final edit on my book and the phone rang and it was one of my dear friends that I've known for probably 25 years and just out of the clear blue, hadn't talked to her for probably six or eight months. She just picked up the phone and called me and, and she's writing a book right now. So we were, we got, we had a lot of really good talk, but it was a really timely thing. And it reminded me of the value of long-term relationships. Yes. And this lady is a counselor. I've known her for years. She used to counsel my daughter, and so we became friends over the years. And, um, and, and as I was talking to her, it was just so exciting to be able to share. We're both writing a book, both working with publishers right now, both trying to get the ends done, you know, and all the little things you got to get done with all that. But it was just that... That familiarity, mm-hmm. and I mean, she doesn't live near here. It's a couple hours away, but just that that talking to somebody that's on the same plane as you, and it just reminded me of how much I value that relationship, that I need to make a better effort to see her more than once a year. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely, and, and that's that stability right. that we see. and so It know, feels good. It, it does, because you know when people have known you for a long period of time, they, they know you. Right. You know, um, they get to see who we are as we grow and mature. But those core parts, our essence of who we are, if we're consistent, should be relatively the same. It should just mature as we go through life. And and there's a... It, there's such a feeling, you know, I had the opportunity to go to a, um, a Christmas party and a lot of the people there knew me when I was pregnant with my first son, oh who is 22 gosh. years old. Yes, so Anthony. it's like they've watched me grow before Woo. their eyes. So I, you know, and it, there is there's this cool? warmth that yes. happens and there's yes. this pride in them that, you know, they've watched, you know, me blossom into who I am, right. but who I am on the inside has remained relatively, relatively consistent. the same. Right. Yeah. And, and what value in that? And I think that we, I guess I'm just going to throw this social comment out here. I think right now, socially, people are, they get hurt easy and they run. And they don't stick around for working through situation. In other words, I'm advocating if you have a friend that doesn't follow through and doesn't call you when they said they were going to or whatever, that needs to be talked about. It does. You know, you're right. You know, people, um, I think there's a fear of confrontation. Right. And we don't want to have negative feelings. Somehow in our culture, 
we want to avoid any kind of negative feeling at all costs. Although so many of us are just living in negative feelings, we just deny it. Right. And instead of working through a problem, right, you know, relationships have become disposable. Exactly. They have. And we got to go to break, but we're coming right back and we're going to talk about how to form some consistency in your life with some how to things in just a minute. So don't go anywhere, call a friend and say, hey, why don't you tune in to go yard tonight with me? See ya. Radio Network. Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727 727- This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus.com. P-L-E-X-U-S products.com. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network. like that we use that last week and i just love that song why what does that song mean to you by amy grant well you know it's looking out and wanting for others wanting the peace and wanting good things for other people you know a lot of times when we think of christmas everyone's thinking of what i want i want i want i want right and that song is just reflecting of what we want in humanity what we want for everyone to experience grown-up christmas wish peace and love and we want we want people to be happy you know i think we're going to do a show on that soon happiness and um tonight if you just joined in we are in our developing series we've already done developing generosity the week before thanksgiving the week after thanksgiving was developing peace which was last week and tonight is developing consistency so just kind of give them a reason why we're doing this show real quick and then we're going to go on to how to sure you know that consistency is very much a foundational part of who we are and the quality of life we live right yeah and why why is it so important well because it it brings in 
not only the quality of our character, but our relationships, um, how we handle our life's issues and problems and our follow through and how we work through. Right. Yeah. But it's something we got to do purposefully. So the person out there who says, I just don't think that's that important. I like to just, as we mentioned in the first segment here, I like to just do my own thing whenever I feel. Fly by the seat of my pants. Fly by the seat of my pants. Do what I want when I want to do it. And that's how I like to live. That's how I like to roll. You're right. There are people that, you know, they they do not want accountability and responsibility Uh, for anything. Let's talk about that before we get into this. Because don't you think that's one of the problems with people's consistency? They don't want to be accountable? I absolutely believe that. That's why they they use that whole, this is just who I am. Take me or leave me. I fly by the seat of my pants. Like, I hear those comments all the time. That means I I don't have to do anything. And they think that's charming and cute, though. And it's not. It's but destructive. But don't, don't you know people that think that's charming and cute? They do think so. And then yeah. when you look in their <laughs> lives, their lives are a hot mess. They're a hot mess. Yes. Yeah. They are a hot mess. Yeah. And they don't know. They wonder why my life is a hot mess, you know? And they These, wonder why people around them are always frustrated or upset or with hurt right. with them. These are the same people a lot of times who can't stick with a budget. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, well, I just saw that. I Impulse. Just, I bought it, you know, and... Oh, I just tend to spend money, and they think it's cute. Oh, they'll spend $300. They don't have saving money. <laughs> I've heard they'll be like, oh, but Dr. Angel, I saved. I'm like, but you didn't have it to spend, so you didn't save anything because right. you bought stuff you didn't need. It's on your plastic credit card. Yes, and you know, and that's where that like lack of consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just thinking while we were on break about food. I love, I like right. food. Okay. I like food, right? Let's talk about and, food. And, you know, there's chain Are restaurants. Are you hungry right now? You know, I probably you am. Okay. Go ahead. And there's these chain restaurants that you could walk in at a McDonald's sure. in any part of America, and your Big Mac is going to be made the, the same, same way, way. right? This Consistently, right? Oh, that's a good point. You know, and I think that's what is the big thing of these chains is that people know it doesn't matter where I am. This is if I order this, it's going it's to be, be like this. Consistent. Oh, that's a good example. Right. And because, we like that. Yes, we want that. If you came to McDonald's in Florida and they made your Big Mac without the special sauce, it wouldn't be that Big exactly. Mac to you, right? Yeah. And that's what I think has led to the success of chain restaurants I agree. is that consistency of the food. It's going to taste the same no matter where you go. So consistency is something we crave. We want, we crave. Would we you agree need. that we crave it? Yes, we do. We want to know how somebody's going to react in advance. It doesn't mean they're always going to like everything you say or whatever, but we're talking about being there. Dependability goes mm-hmm. along with consistency, Absolutely. doesn't it? You know, there was this restaurant that came up with this idea that they would change their menu all the time. It was a rotating menu. There was nothing that stayed on the menu. Nothing was consistent on their menu. And they thought everybody wants change all the time. So we're going to provide this restaurant of change. Wow. Yeah. It didn't stay open long. Yeah. Because when we think of restaurants, you, we think of like, oh, I have my favorite dish here. Or two or three dishes I rotate between. And when your dishes are always off the menu, right. you don't know what you're going to get. You don't feel safe. And oh, that, boy, that's a great and you're, metaphor. You're not going there. That's a great metaphor. I, I'm telling you, I had a restaurant that just did away with my favorite meal, and I won't go back. Seriously? Yes. I, I'm, I've gone there for 20 years. My wow. favorite meal, gone. I'm not going back. Because wow. that consistency is what drove me there. I'm glad Chick-fil-A loves to be consistent <laughs> since I eat there so much. Uh, but, but take that to our life. Yes. Go ahead. Take it to our life, doctor. You're the expert. <laughs> Taking it to our life. <laughs> that's what we want. That's what we need. That's what we crave. Right. But so many of us lack the motivation to try and get there for ourselves. Right. Yeah. And, and, and we value it when we don't have it. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When we have friends or a spouse or somebody or a, war, a boss who is constantly changing the rules, we don't like that at all. It, it drives us crazy. Yeah, it, it does. really does. I mean, you were talking about people with stress. When they have people around them that's unpredictable, their stress level is very high. Right. You don't know what you're going to get. Especially if it's your boss and oh, you gosh. don't know what's expected now. You don't know when you're in trouble, when you did well. You don't, you don't know. And it, that unknown makes us not feel safe. We can't let our guard down. We can't relax. We're always in that hyper arousal state. Right. We don't. We aren't made to live like that. <laughs> That's but exactly right. We're doing right. that to ourselves. We're doing that to the people around us. Yep. Okay, I've jotted down five things, and okay. these are not original with me, but I think they, <laughs> I'm not going to claim that, but I will say I think the, these will help. And I want your your opinion on if people out there want to begin to develop some consistency. Number one, and I want you to comment, create specific and realistic goals. Absolutely, and that that's where most people go off. They create this grandiose idea and goal that's just so big. Like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in three weeks. Yeah, you know, that they, just doesn't happen, people. It's so big that when they try to start, they realize, oh, my goodness, this is way bigger than I ever thought. There's no way that's going to happen. Right. And they give up. And that's where we lose the follow through. And so instead of making these huge, big, grandiose goals, we talk about the chunking. That's why I'm uh, such an advocate. Talk about chunking, Dr. Angel. For You're chunking. a chunker. What's I a am. chunker? And a chunker is a person who makes very small, tiny goals okay. that are very achievable. And, small and writes time them frames. down? Writes them down. Oh, gosh. I write everything down. I'm a big journaler. I have care. In fact, I'm making my bullet journal for next year. I've been working on it for the last couple of weeks um, just to keep my planning in, in place. But you know, when I was thinking of becoming a doctor, I didn't wake up one day and said, oh, I'm going to just go to college and become a doctor. Like, I'm like, I'm going to go to college and take three classes. Yeah. You know, and so a small, couple small goals ended up into a very big accomplishment. But it, I never saw that big picture when I first started. You were just wanting an education. I just did it class by class by class. where you'd be where right I, now. Where I was going. And so you I probably wouldn't somewhere. have made it if I would have saw the big picture well, and saw what I had to do. Why? Because people get discouraged with it's the big picture. It's overwhelming. It's very overwhelming. And so if we want to create consistency, we need to make it realistic. Uh-huh. You know, instead of making big changes, make small changes. Pick one thing okay, to do this, consistently. This so applies to weight loss and mm-hmm. how many of us are constantly working on that. So this first point of how to become consistent is create specific and realistic goals. And so with weight loss, give yourself something very realistic. And if you beat it, that's going to make you feel great. Right. It's always better to over, you know, three pounds do a month better than where your goal was. a month or something realistic instead of, oh, 12. Right. You know? you know, when I'm talking about when I'm working with people on financial um, goals, because that's a big thing that people come into therapy with, you know, let's $10 a week in the savings account. Like, let's like two cups of coffee at, coffee at Starbucks or a lunch out one day. Don't right. do that. And let's put that in the savings, the savings account. Yeah. You know, that's, that's good. realistic. That's and, you know, and we watch as, well, I put $20 in this week. Well, that's great. But you only needed to do 10. So you, you beat your goal. Right. But they are more successful when we work on those small goal planes. Chunking, chunking. We've always talked about that on this show. All right. The second way to develop a consistent life is create a schedule for yourself. True. People who um, fly by the seat of their pants, so to speak, you know, they're always late. Yeah. Every or they miss <laughs> oh, appointments. Gosh. Right. Um, and it's very frustrating, um, especially me as a therapist, when someone forgets my appointment. I mean, oh, yeah. That's frustrating, and frustrating. I don't keep clients that do that. Like you no. get two misses and you're done. Like yeah. I'm not going to keep working with you, because that consistency is the only way that we're going to make progress. Right. And so, 
being consistently late or not having good time management is one of the things that makes individuals' life so chaotic for themselves. And they feel stressed because they know they're late. But so many people, and, and younger generations, I'm going to say right now, they really don't want to schedule. They, they like this, just whatever happens, happens, you know. Oh, yeah. So this is something, though, you're saying is vital to becoming consistent in your life is having a schedule. And, and it doesn't have to be, and we're not talking about this rigid at 7 Every, or 5, wake up, no, 7, 10, no. have my coffee. We're talking about a, a schedule of predictability of an order. Bedtime should be relatively the same. We know that for sleep health and sleep hygiene and wake up time should be relatively the same. Mm-hmm. But what happens in the middle of that day, you know, there needs to be some flexibility. But change. there should be a predictable flow. Right. You can't eat dinner at five o'clock one night, nine o'clock the next night. You're like that's our bodies won't even function well like no, that. No. So like meals, we should have an hour or so window for the most part that we're getting our meals I, in. I Those agree. Are our bodies things. function better with that predictability. You know, I was talking with an individual who their life is not predict. They very chaotic, and oh well, I miss breakfast and I miss lunch and I and I only eat maybe one time a day and I'm like, well, stop. This is why you're overwhelmed, you're overstressed, and your body's not functioning well. You have to predictably give it food, or it does not know when its next energy it, it source needs is coming. Its fuel. It needs and your its body fuel. will shut down on you. And so that scheduling is really important. Really important. Okay, number three place reminders around your home or your work or your belongings because so many people lose things consistently. Oh my goodness, yes. Lose things consistently. Yes. So they are inconsistent with putting them in certain places, right? Mm-hmm. Because they lose them consistently. Well, and here And that's not a good thing. It is not a good thing cuz we take so much time looking for something that we lost. So one of the things I like to work with people is first of all, let's make some consistent spaces for things we use every day. You know, your keys, your phone, your glasses. There should be a space. I'm I'm getting ready to hang shelves right now with baskets for dividing the mail for the people in my house so that it has a consistent place to be um, because that helps with the flow of our life. And so finding those things, setting reminders, they tell us what we write down, we're 80% more likely to achieve. I totally agree with that. I didn't know that was statistic. Yes. Statistic. When 80%? you write something down, you're 80% more likely to achieve wow. that. So yes, setting reminders, uh, post-it notes, sticky notes, whatever. Cell phone reminders are great. I can tell my cell phone yeah. to remind me to, you know, pick up, you know, something on the way home from work and it will remind me. It's exactly. We have we great have tools. tools now. Use right? our tools. You know, I, when I make an appointment, I always have it set me a reminder the day before and an hour before my appointment, you know, so that I am not missing important things um you know going through chemo my my memory has kind of been hit very hard and i've had to set a lot of reminders because i will forget some right routine stuff i'll forget right and so but we have those tools let's use them so um i've known people who've put post-it notes on their bathroom mirror i mean there's all kinds of things mm-hmm. but like you say with our phones why not use that technology and cause that alarm to go off True. You know, and why not buy that, you know, $5 key hanger that you can hang on the wall and just get in the habit of putting the keys on the hook every day. Yeah. You know, things that make your, this will make your life so much less chaotic. It will. If you have some consistency of where you store important things. So consistently put things where they need to be. Remind yourself of appointments consistently and have a system. That's what I hear you saying. Yes, you need to have 
some system, whatever system works for you. You know, as my kids started becoming adults, when they were about 11th grade, I took them aside and I, I taught them how to make a file organizer for their important papers. Okay. They started getting their own bills and insurance policies and tags to their cars. And I made them keep up with their own stuff. Right. And now as adults, they know how they have a file organizer for all their important papers. And when they need their birth certificate, they know they where, know it's, where at. it's at. Oh, that's good. You know, and that that's an important life skill. We need to do that more. Okay, so how about the person who's listening right now, and let's say they're one of those that absolutely have no order into their space, their car, their house, whatever. They have just no order in their workspace or whatever. How do they start, doctor? We'll start small, manageable okay. goals. Okay. So I would take like the top three items we use every day, whatever it is, if it's your car keys, if it's your cell phone, if it's your glasses, if it's your pocketbook or wallet and make a place for that, that it comes to every time and yes. think about, okay, I'm home. My keys are on the hook or I'm here. My wallet's on my nightstand. Especially if you have to leave quickly and you can't find something drives you crazy. Yeah, we waste so much time. And then you're late and then you're stressed because yeah. you know you're late and you couldn't find something. My my son, Ryan, and his wife, Mary, are getting ready to have a baby right away in the next few days, right? I talk about it all the time because I'm very excited about grandbaby number 12. And you should 12. be, and congratulations. I am excited about grandbaby number 12. So last night we were Skyping to make sure we had our Skype ready because I don't have an iPhone. I have a droid, so we can't. FaceTime, right, at the hospital when the right. baby's born. So we got that all ready. And then, then I was, we were talking, and we were just sitting there Skyping. And they started telling me everything, the car seat's in the car already, mm-hmm. okay? The bag is packed mm-hmm. for the baby, for, for Mary. Everything mm-hmm. is already in order. So they can have a baby at 2 in the morning. It won't make a bit of difference if they have to leave quickly. Everything's set. That's what we're talking about here, the value of it. So it's preparedness. Yes. When we are prepared, we can be more consistent. We can. And so we have things that happen in our life on a routine schedule, and we can start predicting what those things and be prepared for them to happen. And you're right. It decreases our stress. It makes us function so much better. Yes. Um, You know, helps us with focus and concentration. People who do not have schedules, routines, predictability, they have no focus and concentration. Exactly. They, it's more frustrating for them to try and do something. Right. So the more that they can get their life consistent, the more productive they're going to get. Oh, absolutely. Number four, make promises only if you can keep them. Absolutely. So, yes, there are people out there that yes, 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 yes to everything because they don't want to say no. They don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. But then that is the very thing that trips them up and Mm -hmm. causes them to not be able to be consistent and dependable because they don't follow through because they've over-obligated, correct? They over-obligate. Yes. And then they don't, they take it away from their own time they've over-obligated. They'll obligate on top of obligations and they follow through with nothing and they've let everyone around them down. Right. So it is so much better to say no or let me check my schedule and follow through than to say yes, 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 and drop the ball all over the place. Exactly. It's better to to, to delay the answer, uh, even an hour, mm-hmm. while you check and make sure. Well, and you know, when you need something, I would rather someone say, you know what, no, I can't, than for them to tell me, yeah, I can, and not follow through. Because mm-hmm. if I'm depending on that person, that I need that done. And if they're not going to do it, I'd rather them just tell me no up front. Exactly. Because it's kind of a passive-aggressive thing to just say yes all the time. Uh- 
Because you, you know mean you're by not. That? What do you mean by that? Passive well, aggressive. People who struggle to say no because they don't want to hurt other people's feelings or let people down, they know the reality of it is they're not going to do everything they say they're going to do. They right. know that. They're they aware of it. it. Yeah. And so they're, it's being passive aggressive. I'm saying no because I'm not going to do it, but I'm not really using the word no. It hurts relationships. Oh, it does. Which would go back to the first part of the show where we talked about that and how Absolutely. relationships are hurt. And another point in there is you have no business going in and obligating to other people when your life is a hot mess yourself. <laughs> there you I'm just go. saying. That's a good you point. You need to take care of your business. All right. Let's get the last one, number five in. Reward yourself when you get something done. You know, and that's really important. You know, as humans, we're on this kind of reward cycle. And, you know, a lot of time we think a reward has got to be something big. You know, rewarding ourselves might be a small break, doing something fun we like to do. Right. Um, but we need to have show that a success. We yeah. need to sit in that success because that success, that feeling is what we need to bring into our next goal. That's and right. that helps drive us from success to success. You know, a lot of times, I know I've talked about this before on the radio, when I clean the house, I'll sit and chunk out a list, very, very detailed, (laughs) of everything that needs to be done. And I'll sit and make these small goals. When I make five of these little jobs done, you know, I'm going to have a cold iced tea on the couch. Or I'm going to, you know, and I'll get the whole house totally done top to bottom in a few hours because I've sat and made a couple of really great little rewards for myself. And you've taught your three sons to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's amazing. I I remember trying to teach my kids how to clean house. And I've I've always thought, my mother always said, well, room by room, because if you get, you get distracted, you go someplace and you forget and you didn't dust that room or you didn't run sleeper in that room whatever absolutely and making those small little you know rewards is what carries us through and helps us take that success okay you have three minutes sum up what you want to say about consistency resident expert dr angel phd licensed mental health counselor well a life without consistency will never experience peace happiness contentment Um, consistency is vital to living goyard we are never going to live a well life when we aren't consistent right why our life will be chaotic It'll be and chaotic. our we are we are chaotic inside when we're not and, consistent and we leave a trail behind us of with chaos. relationships of chaos and not being dependable and, and brokenness and disappointment brokenness and lying and and whatever because we don't follow through absolutely and, and we need to be predictable and when we're not is predictability when we're not consistent our emotions aren't consistent they're up and down and up and down right. you know a lot of times i'll have people come in and tell me they were diagnosed with you know a mental health disorder and a lot of it is just this lack of consistency in their world that yes. their emotions are just reacting just to their own chaos oh my gosh this is so good <sighs> I love this. The series on developing. Developing, and so we've had developing generosity the week before Thanksgiving. The week after Thanksgiving was developing peace. Tonight, developing consistency next week will surprise us also. And so we look forward to developing more developing shows with you. And tell people about Go Yard and ask them to tune in with you at 6.06 p.m. on Thursday nights right here on TantalkNetwork.com. Also go to podcasts and go down to the name of this show, Go Yard. You can find tons of great stuff that you can listen to, podcast form, and it just will bless you and tell friends, and they can do the same thing. And so, with all that said, uh, any last word of wisdom for consistency? The word... um, Follow through? Follow through. Predictability. Predictability. Stability. Stability. Those are some really important words. Yeah. 
fairness yeah, is fairness. part of consistency. It is fairness, uniformity, mm-hmm. doing things the same way, and you get habit forming, mm-hmm. finding your your items in your house that you've long lost. Oh yes, I know. Yeah. Yeah, so crazy. So take these blueprints this week and start building your consistent life. Yes, absolutely. And of course, um, listen to these shows over and over again, and they will help you take notes. I've always told my kids, take good notes in school, and that will help you too with all of these things that we've been talking about. So whatever that we are going to develop next Thursday night will be fun. And we'll find that out probably when y'all find it out or maybe a little (laughs) bit before. Uh, But anyway, uh, Dr. Angel, you're just such a blessing to so many people. And we know a lot of your employees where you work, listen to the shows and they gain, they get, we've got a lot of good feedback from them and which is really cool. So Dr. Angel Falzoni, PhD licensed mental health counselor. What a joy. All of your wisdom comes out week after week. And me, Mama Mac, and just years of being a pastor, a realtor, a mother, a grandmother of almost 12, and all of that good stuff. Uh, now, wait a minute. Who did you say you were? I'm Dr. Angel. I, I just have to do that to remind you so that you know <laughs> who you are. I'm Mama Mac, and this has been Go Yard, and we will see you next week live right here on TantalkNetwork.com. Have a great week. Good night. Oh, I got a new lease on